You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. I was in my sounder lab late one night when my eyes beheld a call on Skype. Twas my co-host PJ, and he had much to say about all the sport from that very day. It was the Bin Sports Cast. The boys got drunk real fast, but all their teams finished last. It was the Bin Sports Cast from my third floor apartment in good old Jersey. To a finished basement in the Rock City The boys talk sports from their humble abodes And listen to voicemails till their heads explode It was the Binge Sportscast The boys got drunk real fast But all their teams finished last It was the Binge Sportscast Welcome everybody, week six NFL season has come and gone, and we at the Sportscast are here to talk about it. Uh, I am PJ, and as always, joined by my main man, TM. TM, I mean, we couldn't be feeling better, could we? I we mean, are a combined 10 and 2. We are the opposite of all my fantasy teams. Yes. I believe I'm now 4 and 26. I think I'm losing every game again this week. But Oh, no, I won in, in binge. But, yeah, man, 5 and 1 for the Finns and the Lions. What is going on? I, I Not don't... like I was concerned with, with my matchup this week, although Adam Thielen tried very hard to – you know, put a damper on our party, but uh, Lions again dominating on the road. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I said this, I've said this to a couple people in the chat, and this is not a joke, TM, but there is a legit chance at Jared Goff being an MVP front runner. And it's not, I mean, it's not a joke. The guy is absolutely balling agreed i agree um doesn't really make many mistakes jesus did dallas seriously just not get that for oh that's a hell of a healthy spot oh see now what is the okay <laughs> here Sorry, we go, here to, we go to, everybody I, hey jared goff gotta, there you go that's all you gotta, get that's all you get no, no, no. Typical. Jared, I'm, jared i'm gonna return in two seconds but Okay, all right, never mind. They just answered the question for me, but I love it when there's these fourth and ones and we do the Philly special, not the Philly special, whatever, the bush, The bush push. push or brotherly yeah. shove or tush push. The brotherly shove, very good. Yes. So you have a, one official coming in from the top of the screen and he's running down the line of the first down. And then yep. the other guy comes from below and he's a yard short. And then the guy up top just scoots over a yard short. Like... What's going on there? This is why this sport drives me friggin' oh, crazy. Dude, it's we talk about it. even my twelve year old son is like, why don't they have the soccer technology? You know, like with the goal, no goals, and like they literally put virtual reality. They know exactly where the goal line is, and the ball like doesn't cross or crosses, whatever <laughs> you know, into the goal by literally an eighth of an inch, and they can tell. Yet my fate, like my favorite little reels, are the 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 refs that. 
they mark a spot, then they move it six inches, then they move it, and then they measure. It's like the most ridiculous thing in all of sports is this precise measurement based on absolutely no uh, uh, like precision in placing the ball at all. I mean, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, you can we we have we have an acre here of prop. You've seen the yard of it. Oh my god, that's got to be incomplete. Okay, and you can build an electric fence around the entire property that my dog dog can wear a collar and not get through but you can't put a chip in a football and tell me you can't have a sensor when somebody passes a certain point on the field uh, whatever anyway back to jared goff mvp candidate um <laughs> yeah dude i i uh it was i'm sure it was good for him to have his boy saint brown back you had that big touchdown from jameson williams which was you know not the best thrown ball no. but williams made a good play on it um, your team is just, I feel all three, fa- I've, I was watching, obviously had money on them. All three phases, um, uh, just really look prepared. I, I, you know, I'm kind of surprised considering Dan Campbell, you know, I know a little <laughs> bit about Dan Campbell, but yeah. that man has, he's, he's got his act together and he has got that, you know, 53 man roster believing in what he's spewing and, uh, yeah, golf passing just super accurate. And uh, just, I mean, they were nine. Hopefully Montgomery's okay. Yeah. Because that's, that's a, that's a big, but, and that's, so that's exactly the point is that Montgomery went down early, early in that game and Jamar, uh, Jameer Gibbs was already out for the week. So we're, we're now counting on our third string back to come in and, and do something that even Montgomery would struggle with that defensive line of Tampa Bay and it just wasn't working. So, what you know, and th- you know when you have a quarterback, and I'll say an elite quarterback at this point, when you have to put the game on his shoulders, he went out and won that game. He was 30 for 44 for 350 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks. I mean, Whew. the Lions aren't a team that throws the ball 44 times in a game. But yesterday they needed to. They were 9 for 13 on third down. And to, to speak on Dan Campbell, they were talking about it today on the radio. The best play that the Lions made, or the best drive that they had yesterday, was early in the fourth quarter. It was a seven-minute drive that they ended up punting on. And it was just, it was right. it was great. And because, you know why? Because... They had the ball on like the Tampa Bay 45 or right around the 50 and it was fourth and four, six, whatever it was. And Dan Campbell decided to punt and our punter punted the ball out of bounds at the two yard line. I mean, it was, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. The team as a whole, one through 53, all three phases of the game are just solid in every aspect of the game. And I don't know how else to put it. They just don't like falter. They don't flood. They don't get flustered. And that this is so different than any other team that I've seen in my lifetime. Like I said, we've had the Matt Stafford and Reggie Bush and, and Kelvin Johnson um, offense that, you know, 5,000 yards from Stafford, 2,000 yards from Calvin, but you never felt this way about that team because they always just had it. They were, they were, they're like the chargers that we're watching here. I mean, they just got to outscore people and this team. 
Yeah, I mean, a little bit. And my, I don't know. My team has no defense. My team has no defense. We'll get to that. No right. defense. So, I, I mean, Adam Thielen was single-handedly destroying us for a quarter and a half. And I was losing my mind on him. My wife literally told me to stop yelling at the television. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? It's going to the same guy every play. Like I told, it was, it was, it was a tough first quarter. I but, was, uh, I yeah, was... don't, don't, don't sleep on, I mean, Reynolds, what is, what's oh, the, yeah, the running back Reynolds. is Calvin. Oh, no, no, Craig no, no. Calvin, Craig, Craig, Craig Reynolds. Reynolds. He, yeah. Dude, I mean, he is your third stringer, but he came in. He, you know, I mean, listen, he the, did I mean, exactly what we needed him you to do. You could not notice. You couldn't. You couldn't not notice him, or you whatever you, however you say that <laughs> drinking here, because the announcers were just waxing poetic about oh, that guy. I mean, it, now I'm like, are they talking about Josh Reynolds? I'm like, is he lighting it up for me for fantasy? And I'm like, no, this guy's got the same fucking name. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's this been on guy. the team for a couple of years. He's a D two right. kid, and he's just he's just been that guy who's always. He's that he's going to be that he's that third stringer that always makes the roster because he does the right things and clearly by the block he laid on the St. Brown touchdown it was amazing. And that's just he is personified the Dan Campbell you know uh, guy. I mean that is who he is. Yeah. And that's what this team is made of. And you said and I even say, said 1 through 53 and it's not even that. It's not 1 through 53. It's 1 through 70. I mean we're, we we have a ton of injuries. Every week it seems like there's somebody new coming in and stepping up in these roles that they need to. And the system. Yeah. The and TM, system, yeah. It is crazy to think that at this time last year, we're talking about an 0 and 6 Lions team. Maybe they were one and five, whatever it was. And we we've said the historically bad defense. The Lions right now are the best run defense in the NFL. And it's not even close. It's like 63 yards a game. And, wow. And it's and mind you, it's not like, I mean, we faced Bijan Robinson. We faced Kenneth Walker in Seattle. We faced uh, Kansas City and, and what's his nuts, the new kid. Pacheco. Uh, yes, thank Pacheco. you. Um, so anyway, all of that said, the Lions, and this will be the last we'll talk about the Lions today, but I had to give them their, their credit because, I mean – I think you could argue that they are the best team in the NFC right now. They have the best loss. They possibly have the best win in Kansas City on the road. They're 3-0 and on the road. Played in Kansas City, Green Bay, and Tampa. All first place teams at the time. Green Bay sucks. But they right now are probably the best team in the NFC. And I don't know that I would take them right this second against the 49ers, although they looked like dog shit yesterday, I tell you that much. But I'm no longer in that zone where I'm afraid of them. And maybe I wasn't afraid, but like I said, I like look at them like, oh man, they are good. I don't feel that way anymore. I'd be confident going into the game that the Lions could win the game. And not by some fluke, like that the Lions would compete and it would be a hard-fought game. Right. And I think the 49ers and the Eagles probably feel the same way. And that, I think, is the sign of what's happening. So, Right, yeah. Good on that. uh, I'm happy for it. Listen, yeah, as far as – listen, there was uh, a group of – previous NFL players who cracked some champagne this weekend. Oh, and, uh, yes. I saw the picture. I think it, yeah. And, and listen, I, I wasn't alone. 
Yeah, you should have. I wasn't. A, how did they get all the? How did they all get together so fast? How did they know that <laughs> Philadelphia and San Francisco were both going to lose yesterday? I don't know about that picture. I don't think it was actually yesterday. And if it was, that's weird. They must all live in the same retirement community. But that just that's that's all you need to know. You're not going to win 17 games. If you do, you're you're going to be one of the greatest teams of all time. But you've got. This is just the NFL. I mean, the kookiness of the games yesterday between that game with P.J. Walker starting at quarterback for the Browns, and then you have McCaffrey go out, you have Debo go out, you have the field goal kick, the rookie field goal kicker who's never missed a field goal misses a field goal. Philadelphia game, what a disaster of a game that was going both ways. You've got, you know, Elliott missing chip shots. You've got... Hurts the, the crap with the, 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 the fuck oh, I mean, into double uh, coverage that was just awful, and um, like the Giants at the, the both team was it was it yesterday that the Jets screwed up at the half at the with kicking a field goal too, or that was maybe that was against the Chiefs. I think that was against the Chiefs, but the Giants doing it yesterday, oh not getting any points. What a, I mean, oh my god! So just a lot of crazy stuff going on around the league, and. Um, that's why it's virtually impossible to go undefeated. It's only been done once in the history of the league. And you got to expect stuff like this. And, you know, to predict it, God bless you if you can do it. I mean, I don't like picking any team to win at MetLife against the Jets. There is just something that goes on there. And you've got now Josh Allen loss, played his worst game of the season. Mahomes, they won because the Jets de-spotted them 17 points in the four, first quarter, but the Jets beat them the next three quarters. Yep. And Mahomes looked like crap. Looked probably the worst game of his season, throwing interceptions that still don't make any sense. And now Hertz has his worst game, and the Jets pull that off. So I, I don't know if you call it home field advantage. Something's crazy there. The defense really steps it up at home. And I was having an argument today back and forth with uh, Donnie, one of our new resident Dolphins callers. And he's, his comment was, and he's not wrong, because I said, look, we, you know, he, he's basically saying the Jets' D is overrated. Three, three quarterbacks went in there and had played their worst game. And I, my argument was, that's too much of a coincidence. It's the defense causing them to play bad. Right. I said, these are, you know, three, yeah, three of the top ten quarterbacks in the league you know, go in there. I said, it is It is not a coincidence that they all just had a bad game. And he said, well, only Allen is a top 10 quarterback, you know, this season. And he's going off statistics. And I was like, would you please just throw the statistics out the window? You're telling me these guys don't win. I mean, go over the last two seasons. These guys, three of them have won. Two of them won the Super Bowl last year. Right. So he conceded. He agreed after we kind of went back and forth. But he's he is... He is fueled by the excitement of the Miami Dolphins offense. I am yeah. trying to keep a level head because where I would have said to you, even after the Bills crapped out there week one, I'm like salivating for the Black Friday game at MetLife with the Dolphins because I'm like, no Rodgers, let's kill this team. Now, I don't, I am like, oh God, you know, I can't just get bombed and have a great time screaming. Now I'm going to have to focus. It is not going to be an easy win. I don't know how they're going to handle our offense, but the Jets are live. They are 3-3, three and three, going into their bye. Oh, my God. 
go away, but it's not going to happen this year. They are they are here, and it sucks. But I mean, their D is legit. Yeah, I, somebody... imagine imagine they had a competent backup. It would be they would be winning these games going away. But isn't that? I mean, isn't that's what we talked about? Like, why are they not going to get that guy? Well, you know, Cousins came out and said, "I am not leaving Minnesota." I, I did hear that. Yep. Okay. Now, if and you're the, I don't... How about this, TM? If you're the Jets, do you call Sean Payton and bring in Let's Ride Russell Wilson? <laughs> no. If I'm the Jets, yes, I would not want to make that mistake. But if I'm Sean Payton, I would be calling the Jets. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Can you get this guy off my hands, please? Because there's I mean, a bomb. So, uh, two weeks, I think. Two weeks is the trade deadline. The day uh, Halloween, I think, is the uh, the trade deadline. So it's not that far off. You know, these teams have got to make some headway. You know, we're looking at likely the uh, the Broncos and looking to fire sale. Um, I don't know who else is in that uh, that frame of mind to, to to start selling, but. A lot of people, you know, maybe the Raiders if they lose a couple here, especially if Jimmy G's out. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, apparently, apparently Devontae Adams is unhappy. No, oh, you think? <laughs> well, what a, I mean, what a joke. Yeah, but the guy, I mean, you sign with a team and then they get rid of Derek Carr. Like, what do you, can you blame the guy? And you bring in Jimmy Garoppolo, like, great. I mean, is there um, really much of a difference this year? I mean, I don't, I don't I, know what's going on. The Saints I, are a whole other animal. I don't know what's don't know. the story with that team. Right, well, let's let's hold it for yeah. a minute. We we got off on yeah. our tangent. I had to talk about my boys, and I want to hear a little bit more about your Dolphins. We'll get into that um, during the NFL there'll be segment. Calls. Yeah, there'll yeah. be calls. Um, but we also do have some baseball. I do want to talk a little baseball, uh, but we'll do that in this BSV segment, and uh, we'll just keep the the party rolling here. So let's do this. Let's go five and zero, oh. five and one. That sounder is so much slower than if you hear it in the 1.25 version. That's right. (laughs) All right. Uh, Yeah, if you guys want to call in um, baseball, football, anything you guys want, uh, 708-316-8822. We will play it unsolicited, undetected. And listen, sorry, I was going to say, if you don't want to hear the Lions talk and the Dolphins talk, even though both teams are headed to the Super Bowl and a head-to-head collision, you just call in about your team and we'll address it because we're following the league. We are watching a lot of the action. And uh, so there you go. If you you don't like it, call in and change it. If you you don't want to hear a lot of like lions and dolphins talk, just 
rewind three to four years and they'll never be talked about on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Start from the beginning and just right. go through the whole, uh, the backlog. The catalog, hear a lot of, right. Yeah, that's it. It's all there. Bingemedia.net, folks. All right, here we go. Uh, we're going to get into some baseball. Some baseball talk here, I, I believe. I believe, based on who this caller is. Well, well, well. Phillies win. Braves lose. What a clown <laughs> franchise. Maybe I'll call back. <laughs> yes. Boo. Boo. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right, though. You're right, Warren. What a clown franchise. Has there ever yeah, been a more about, Let's hear about your baseball team. Let's hear about your baseball team and how they did. My Tigers, they uh, improved by 10 games, almost. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't go back to being <laughs> a Tigers fan because of course the I can. Thing. Of course I can. My my National League team is now eliminated. So No, this whole two-team shit's got to go. Uh, here we go. Here but we what go. a shelling. I know. Warren what did call back. Warren did call back. Here okay. we go. Right. Hello, Binge Sportscast. Apologies for the weird call earlier. I'm, I've been no at New York Comic Con for the last couple of days, and obviously I've had extra reason to celebrate. So, so for that said, uh, fuck the fucking Braves. Uh, I, I just... My biggest problem is just, man, did they, they, had, they, like, they rolled out red carpet for them. Like, they're just fucking clowns. They're just a fucking bunch of clown babies. And I'm fucking thankful that they lost. And bring on the Diamondbacks. They, right now they're playing like a fucking hot-ass team. So we'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to it. Maybe I'll call after... Uh, after the Eagles play, but we'll see how that goes. I mean, it's the Ooh. Jets, so Ooh. sorry, Boudreaux, but I don't, I don't think there's going to be much to worry on there. they got a good defense, but I think we're going to come out on top. But uh, for that said, here, I'll have a sip. You can hear this. Having a uh, Miller High Life tall boy in the basement doing arts go. and crafts at Comic-Con. All right, there go fuck you yourself. Yeah. <laughs> in the basement doing arts and crafts. That is, wonder, uh, what, is what does that mean? Yeah, that's something my uh, my four year old does. Goes at school. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, with a high life, with a high life, a tall boy. That's yeah, that's true. That Warren's is better. <laughs> uh, yeah, Warren, um, the Braves. Uh, what happened, PJ? I don't know what you're talking about. I, um, I well, no, actually. So this this brings up a good point. So well, actually, while Warren was having that call or having his time on the air, um, I. I came. I, I was thinking to myself, as not not a not an NL guy who hates the Braves, but are the Braves themselves, the players, unliked? Are they like a bunch of assholes, or is it just straight that they're good in the regular season and they can't seem to find a way to win the World Series that people just hate them? Well, like, I think well, you're talking about you got a Philly fan calling in and course. you've got a Mets yeah. fan as a co host. So of course we don't like the Braves. They win the division, they probably won the division ninety percent of our lifetime. Yeah. So it's we're sick of it. Um but as far as this year's team is concerned, I mean, just an offensively dominant dominant lineup up and down. I mean, it you just can't make it up and even people like Travis Darno, who was a good hitting prospect, and he was injured with the Mets all the time, and blah blah blah. But even this guy, when he gets up, just 
just get, they're getting the big hits all summer. They cruise to 101. I know they win 110, but they won, I think, 105, one of, somewhere between 100 and 105 games. But their pitching had been suspect going into all season, really, and going into the postseason. And I think this is a great opportunity to readdress the topic of the first week of these playoffs. I mean, you've got, and not just the Braves, the Dodgers as well, not there. I mean, are we watching, what are we watching right now? We're watching three wild cards and one division winner who won their division, Houston, on the final day of the regular season. So everybody that had a bye, except for Houston, is gone. But so so there therein lies the next question. Why? Like what so you play a hundred and sixty-two games. But you play it over like 185 days. It's a rhythm sport, right? right. You are in you're in rhythm. You're you're it's all about streaks and sure. repetition, and the, and, and right? And the then you race, get a week right? off. But that's so that's exactly it. So if you're the if you're the MLB and you're a fan of baseball in general, and and listen, I obviously I'm I'm not living or dying by the Braves by any means, but if you're a Braves fan, you're a Dodgers fan, and you go through this juggernaut of a season, right? I mean, six months, five months of a season, and then you've got to you 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 limp into the end of the season because you've already or clinched the division, and then you got to sit out for a week while these other teams are just like you said, TM, getting in this rhythm, finding their way. And not just that, not, and not just that, they're doing it in a this more intense atmosphere. So yeah. they are getting fired up yeah, and playing postseason meaningful baseball, which many of them have been playing for the last month of the season. So I think it puts the team, I think it puts the, you know, the division winning teams at a huge disadvantage. And how is that fair in a league where you have to play for that long? Yeah, that's <laughs> and it's it's it is. I really am a hundred percent wanting it to go back to the to the single game elimination. I real I really do. Why not I just, just go it, back to one wild card? Why not go to three divisions and one wild card? Well, I they'll mean, never do that because it's money and I know. it keeps people. Yeah. I but know, even but... still, even the second round, then give them five games. Like you know, the, it's not like it mattered. I mean, you're down three zero, you're gone anyway. I mean, the Braves and the Dodgers were afterthoughts in this postseason. Of it course. wasn't even close. No, and it even the game even that the close. Braves that the Braves won was was on a, a they late were bottom of the eighth two run yeah, home late, yeah. a late inning push that you know they had no right really winning that game. So I don't know. I mean, as a league, is it a good look that the top five teams were out? I mean, before the the championship series, I, I don't think so. I mean, not not from a at, not from a not from a here? money. A Rangers, yeah, you're looking at a Rangers, Philadelphia, Texas Rangers, so Arlington, Texas, and Philly. Obviously, Philly is a major city, but still. Well, the, the MLB cannot be happy about that. If, I mean, well, you're talking. 
you're saying for a for a series, right? I mean, I think Philly you're is saying like fine. a big Philly, market. They're a big market team. Philly is a lot is if, a very large sports market. I'm saying that's fine. It's fine, right. it's but fine. They, you know, if they but, were playing, you know, they should be playing the Yankees, the Red Sox. The, I guess the American League really wasn't. Provi- I guess it would be Houston. Yeah, I mean, that's Just if because, if yeah. Houston could come could find a way to come back now. And I mean, they're I mean, they're down, and because nobody well, cares about the Rangers, right? I am wagering. I am absolutely if the if the line is up, I will do it live right now because do it they live. Are, let's we're, we'll do it live. The line is not up yet. When it is up, at some point during this show, they are starting Scherzer in Game Three. If there ever was free money, and all of you listening, hear me <laughs> out. If there ever was free money take the Astros probably I mean I can't imagine they're not favored in games it's gonna be Christian Javier against Scherzo it'll be interesting to see who's favored on the run line but give me any plus money or any I mean if even if it's minus 110 I can't imagine that dude Scherzer his last start was a simulated game last week he wasn't even on the roster the first round the first two rounds they played it this guy's not ready and I dealt with it for two years. He gets he has to get ramped up, and he did nothing for them. I can't I can't believe they're starting him. There's no way that, that Houston. Th- this is the Astros. Do I want to see them swept? Yes. Do I want to see them never win another game as long as this group of guys lives? Yes. It's the Astros. <laughs> they're going to find a way to get back in the series, and it's going to start by destroying Scherzer. And I just need the line, and I'm betting it. I can't wait. I just think it's a huge mistake by Texas. Um, yeah, well. Yeah. Obviously, I feel very passionately about that bet, and I'm going to be making it as soon as the DraftKings gives me the opportunity. But, um, yeah, Houston-Philly, that's a rematch of last year. That would probably – that's probably what they're hoping for. Yeah. But, I man, so. the Rangers are, like, unstoppable right now. Yeah, and that's – you know, I don't – I don't think that anybody's questioning, I guess, or or maybe surprised that the Phillies are where they're at, but it's more how they've done it. Um, and I don't know. It's I just well, I it's wonder. Arizona. As a, it's Arizona. Arizona is the one that shouldn't be here. Yeah, but I hate to say it, but. Look, they did what they, they, they listen. They knocked off the Dodgers. Kershaw gave up six runs in the first inning. Set the tone. <laughs> what a All bum. Right, well, what a postseason bum. I hope for the sake of baseball that these series turn out to be decent so that there are some deciding games, some late games that are meaningful for anybody outside of those cities, and that the World Series is can be interesting and I think by interesting it's got to be Houston now if it's I mean I I mean it has to be Houston Philly I mean it has to be it cannot be Arizona no offense Diamondbacks but you haven't been relevant since Randy Johnson so 2001 yeah um but hey you know what good on those teams for doing what they had to do just you know three teams of 100 wins out in their first series I mean it's pretty pretty shitty pretty pretty shitty oh shit we got one more baseball call i think here at tm so let's listen to it yep hey guys out to the knee here just giving you a uh, baseball playoff update <sighs> uh, last we left you 
the Braves were one and one with the Phillies and riding high on Harper making a quote unquote dumb decision. Uh, how did that pan out? How's that? How's it was a dumb decision. Doing, it was in the wash, is in the trash. Where is it? Uh, anyway, uh, really excited to watch the Phillies uh, take care of business. Uh, I think the narrative at the Phillies fans. Uh, it's a little much at this point. I'm, I'm actually tired of hearing about it. But, you know, if, if players are getting scared, intimidated by it, that's great. But um, I kind of am feeling like that uh, that feeling when you're, like, in the lead. You know what I mean? Like that, that Patriots kind of feeling when everybody starts turning on you because everybody says great things about you. Uh, maybe a little bit of self-doubt. So, but... Pretty crazy stuff. Um, I saw that ESPN had the Phillies as the number one in their power ranking. Again, not really sure how to feel about that because last week we were probably like second to last above the Diamondbacks, who are also in the playoffs. So maybe it's all just uh, BS. Uh, Agreed. I, I say Spencer Strider may be my new favorite uh, player to hate. Uh, not only is he incredibly talented, he seems like an absolute child, an absolute baby yelling at his coaches, yelling into his glove because he got taken out because he sucks so hard. Like, we don't – baseball players sometimes take their lives way too seriously. And and this guy's a clear example of it. Reminds me of that knucklehead Max Scherzer who, you know, yells and crosses his two different colored eyes and tries to act like he's really, really important. I can't wait for the future yeah. of both of these guys to be on some stupid podcast giving their stupid opinions about things that they have no expertise in at all. And I can say that because I'm an expert at podcasts. Have a good show. <laughs> Alex, uh, great call. I, I, I totally agree with your point, especially with Scherzer. How about this? Scherzer is the next Kurt Schilling. I mean, Ooh. just another pompous asshole who we don't want to hear your shit. And I think that'll be Max Scherzer. But, um, yeah. Uh, uh, what was I just going to say? I understand his feeling because, like, I think that's what happened to Miami going to Buffalo. There's 70 points. You didn't even have to be an NFL fan, and you knew Miami scored 70 points on Denver that day. I mean, it was just everywhere. And I think that was the – I mean, it was. It was the fuel that – drove Buffalo to just come out and just play perfect football and completely, I mean, we had no chance in that game. We, it was discussed. I took it on the chin. There's nothing else to say. It's an ass whooping. It happens. But I hear it. You take care of the Philly like that. I mean, excuse me. You take care of the Braves like that. The way that their fan, what was he, what did he, I didn't understand his comment on what is he sick of with the Philly fan base taking care of business? Is that their like postseason motto? Cause they're, because they didn't do it last year. I, I mean, that makes I, sense, I, right? Is that what? I, it, I have no idea. I I, I actually listen. I'm just kidding. I I don't know. I've I, said it before. Yeah, I've told the story on this show before. I've always had that soft spot for Philly with Lenny Dykstra and everything back in the late '80s and early '90s. Joe Carter, blah blah blah. It looks awesome yeah. at the vet. It's of not course. the vet anymore. It Citizens Bank. It looks freaking awesome. I mean, and it is. Like, what is it, 10th man in baseball? 10th man. I mean, the Braves looked, the Braves looked like, you know, rosy-cheeked. Like, they just looked over, or just just ruined by, well, by the crowd. And he's yeah. right about Strider. Strider was just a baby about all of it. Oh, man. Fantastic. I can't well, stand that guy. Yeah. 
I can't, you know, he's good. Sure. He throws fast. He gets a lot of strikeouts, but he, they needed him. The Braves needed him to be lights out and Wheeler took care of business. Strider could not. And there's your difference. Those are the two aces going into that series. But that's what's that's what's so, gonna happen though. I mean, when you're if the if the tables were turned, okay, and the Braves sweep the Phillies and Harper gets a bad call or Harper Harper I mean, it's all the same, dude. I don't wanna hear it. We all saw Harper like in the last week of the season, running down to the third base, throwing a f- I mean, they're all divas, man. We we put all these guys on pedestals like their shit don't stink. And then all of a sudden, when something doesn't go their way, they they turn into big crybabies. It, it's just, it's the nature yeah, too, of a superstar. And they have too much, too much of a voice, too. And you got the social media and everything. I mean, there's just so much... So much more access to what they say and how they feel. You know, it's yeah. not just a post-game interview anymore. There's just so much more to it. But um, I don't know. Like going into the postseason, I looked at Philadelphia as having just as much of a chance as the Dodgers and the Braves to win the National League. I mean, it comes off of last year. They're obviously the National League champions. It's hard to. It was hard to keep up with Atlanta during the regular season. I mean, they were just 30 games over 500 by June. You know, I mean, I mean, it was, you know, Philly just, yeah, it was, it was a crazy run by them and they just, okay. Speaking of the Philly of the Phillies, it is now first and third. Oh no, it's just a runner. Yeah. First and third, no outs top seven. It's five to two. They just had a terrible throwing error by the pitcher. So this game is, which I thought at five, nothing was over. Is now yeah, seeing the Philly fans, they're showing all the Philly fans in the crowd with their heads in their hats and their heads in their. Oh boy, here we go. Let's need, see what happens. I need to go turn that game on because this NFL game is a snoozer. What Dallas is and Chargers, it's 10 to 7, halfway through the third. Like, what are we doing? Hey, 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 we are gonna hit on the under. Shut your mouth. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. sorry. Um, but Alex, um, <laughs> Bryce Harper did make a mistake in rounding second and trying to get to third. Oh, yeah. I mean, just stop. Just stop, please. It was it was 100% a base running error. Sorry. Even when that – listen, even making that mistake and losing that game late, you still leave Atlanta with a win. That's all you need to do in baseball when you're two games on the road. Win one, get home. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you see Altuve's? Did you see Altuve's base running error no, yesterday? I did not. I did not. Okay, here you go. So he same idea, same play, but when he got to second, he as the ball is being caught in the outfield, he steps on second base. As he turns to go back, oh, he, he doesn't step on it again. <laughs> he didn't even. He just kind of like it straight to it's, first. It's like right foot on second, left foot steps towards shortstop, and then he just turned towards the mound and ran back to first. And he was safe at first. And then on replay, they called him out. Oh, it was like, uh, it was great to see. It was great that's to like, see. That's him like a little out. league yeah. play. I love that. Oh, that yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, Good I think stuff. that's it for baseball, just based on who we've got called in. So let's. Um, we're into let's... We're, I mean, we're following it, though. It's, oh, yeah. it's tough not to follow. We're both big baseball, like, fans and both played and your ultimate coach and yeah, i probably will be one day it's it's hard not to follow postseason baseball in the majors is great stuff and, and i think the philly crowd is really helping with that too 
a hundred percent. I I loved it. I yeah. I loved watching the excitement and the atmosphere at a baseball game because you get that at football games, but baseball not so much. And it is a one hundred percent home field, as you said, tenth man advantage, and I love it. I love it. All right, let's uh let's let's move on to some fucking football. Blah, blah, huh. That's the one. And TM, did you completely just jinx the Arizona Diamondbacks? No, this is this call is is they're gonna overturn it. The guy's safe at first. Oh, okay. I'm just I'm looking at it at uh just on the, the game cast on my phone. So oh, yeah, he sees two outs. Now he they, it's a, it was like a looper to second doubled off at first, but he's safe at first. There's no way he's out. They're gonna overturn it's a terrible call. But um they so the replay reveal, right? So they're showing the umpires coming in. Oh like they're already overturning it. So it's first and third. Um I love this new thing. NFL and baseball are both doing it. They go to the I guess the headquarters, or, or I guess in, with NFL, it's like they go to New York and yep. they, there's a yep. camera in the room with the six screens. <laughs> Carrie and I were going nuts last night watching the Bills game because nobody in the room <laughs> looks like they're even looking at the screens. Right. Or it is a joke. I mean, it, it looks like kids from like your seventh grade class sitting in the cafeteria twir- twirling noodles nobody's paying attention it is it is hilarious oh, it's, well, it's, I, it's just all it's such real, an exposure right? to it's a, like <laughs> it's a joke give me a break you should be looking at six different angles of a play to call in the right it is a joke i love it i love it oh my god this shit is so fixed i love it <laughs> all right well to the all fixed right. not fun league uh let's start with uh let's start with this one here we go this was this is from last tuesday by mind you ej tm it's alex listen i don't know if i'm late or not scott but it's tuesday of course you were late man how the fuck did the jets win what a shit show man uh, and by the way, I am expecting us to get massacred by the Eagles. Uh, it's going to be like 48 to 17. And when it happens, I told you guys. Oh, did you, Alex? Did you? Okay, good good prediction call there. <laughs> I told you guys. I told you guys. Confident, confident Jet fan. Confident Jet fan. And I mean, he's calling about the, the Jets-Broncos game. Like, I mean... I, I, you shouldn't have been surprised you won yeah, that game. I was going to say, yeah. like, I mean, that is what it is. So, all right, Alex. Well, now he's pretty dejected. He's pretty dejected, but he's even saying to me today, he's just like, well, you know, it's, it's great. The defense is like, I'm trying to convince him. I'm like, your defense is awesome. What are you talking about? But I get it. I get it. Right. I mean, it's, it's like, uh, I, I don't know what the analogy is, but you're so hyped. Like you have this awesome, awesome defense and you know, it's not going to get you anywhere. It could get you. All it's doing is pissing off green Bay Packers fans because they're going to, you know, they're screwing up their draft pick or whatever. You know what I mean? Like 
for their yeah. uh their trade for Rodgers. Rodgers trade, yeah. Um so I I don't know. Like what is what is winning these games about? Keeping the people and I and and I'd love to hear I know Goudreau doesn't call it, but he is a he's a huge Sala hater. And I'd I'd love to like hear and feel what he he thinks about it. Maybe TM maybe you can talk about a little bit as to what the the New York media or or fan base like do they like the fact that these guys are winning that they're playing for their coaches that they're playing their hearts out even though they know Absolutely. that their their offense isn't really going to do it no because they no because the 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 opinion is that the defense can win games and Brees Hall can break break runs and and make big plays and yeah, you know, they just don't want Zach Wilson to make mistakes. No, 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 no. These, these, these New York media and the fans—they are calling it nine wins. Like they are saying, nine wins is happening. So let me just uh, let me roll through this schedule with you real quick. Okay, three and three bye week. Ready? Here we go. Here's the rest of the Jets schedule. Now, the, coming out of the gate. Sunday, October 29th is actually a fascinating game around here because it's Jets at Giants. Oh, ooh. so yeah. I mean, you would think at this point that's a Jet win. Yeah, I, I, but I don't know. I, I, mean, I got to see so. what the Jets. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right. Then it's home to the Chargers. I would say, I mean, you can't say that that's a loss because we're looking at the Chargers right now against score a pretty seven decent, points yeah, against three quarters against defense. a good defense. Yeah. yeah. They just went for it on fourth and one at the seven when they could have tied the game. I have a theme. After we get through the calls, I'm, I want to address my theme from week six because it's it's actually fascinating that it's played out the way this weekend did. But at the Raiders, at Buffalo, so I'll give you one and one there. So I would say give them two and two out of these four games, just however it happens. So five and five. Home to Miami, I'll be there. Loss. Five and six. Home to Atlanta, win. Six and six. Home to Houston. These games are not gimmies. These teams are all on the same level as far as I'm concerned. But I'll give you the Houston win. So now you're seven and six. Right? Did I do that right? Five and six. Six and six. Yep, seven and six. Come on down to Miami. Loss. Seven and seven. Home to Washington. I'll give you a win. So they're eight and seven. At Cleveland... Loss, eight and eight at New England. So there you go. That it's going to come down to that game. The thing is, is you gave you gave every like toss up game to the Jets. Like the Commanders could beat the Jets. Well, yeah, but you know the, I mean? this like, is how this. I just did. Oh, you're right. But listen, this is not my opinion. This is the opinion of the New York of of the they're, they're taking heads on, on paper. Radio. Right, these are the yep. good teams. These are the bad teams. We're gonna right. beat all the bad teams and lose to all the good teams. They're nine and six. And you cannot, yeah, we, you and I cannot sit here right now and talk about who Atlanta, Houston, even my team, Washington, Cleveland, New England. We can't talk about who those teams are after December first. This is a week by week league, so yeah. these Jet fans can count their nine wins all they want. Yeah, I mean, but Cleveland just beat us. the Niners. I mean, who the fuck knows? The Cleveland? Talk about defense, a good defense. Dude, defense. What's the over-under going to be in that game? 28? I mean, who's scoring Six. in that game? <laughs> yeah. 
That's what it should have been tonight in this news fest. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, I get it, but I mean, are they really? They really gonna? It's funny. Are they really gonna be Buffalo or Miami? Oh. You know, but that's that's the other problem. That. The other problem, yeah. Okay, win nine. They games. already beat Buffalo. They already beat Buffalo. I don't know. I don't know. But it's possible. Win nine games. And win nine games. What does that probably do? What does that do for well, you? you probably get in now because the AFC is. I mean, I'm not going to say the. A lot of people are saying the AFC is not what we expected it to be. I think that's a little brash. Is that a word? But you know, okay. So some of these teams don't look as dominant. As we thought they were being. Give it again. The Bills, the Chiefs, and the Bengals were not coming out and going 11 and up. Yeah, and the Bengals, like, don't sleep on the the Bengals, Bengals dude. No, no, they're back. They are back. Burrow is back. I don't know what, if if maybe one day they can explain what the preseason and the first couple, what they put us through. Right. But that shit, that shit, that team is, that's Joe Burrow again. I mean, it is. I'm sorry. Like, that, I don't want to play that team. No, like, at no, all. No, they can't no. run the ball. They can't. The defense is a little suspect at this point, but they're going to get better every week. And if he's good, they can win every game. So I don't. I, I can't believe what that what that beginning of the season was. Makes I mean, no I, sense. I guess. I guess the the winning. And I said. I mean, I said this last year for the Lions. I didn't care whether they made the playoffs or not. I mean, you've got to learn how to win, right? The offense has to, or the defense has to learn what it needs to do. The offense has to learn what, I mean, the coaching staff has to learn what works. And just because you have a top three pick or a four, like none of that means anything. You got to hit on draft picks at 14, 15, 17. I mean, those, and then in your second and third round, those are the picks that win you playoff games. Not getting. You know, somebody said to me today, uh, this was said to me today by someone I actually split a survivor pool pick with. Oh boy. So I think he has – I thought he had somewhat of a clue. He also told me that my underpick on this game tonight was one of the worst gambling picks he's ever heard. Thank you. Thank Cha-ching. You. Cha-ching. And, uh, what is the number, Roger, by the way? What is the number so 51. I can root for it? 51. 51? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. And this ain't college overtime. I think I'm okay here. <laughs> But he's telling me that he goes, I'll bet you right now, Rodgers will be back week 15. And not only will he be back, did you see him running around on the field on Sunday? And I go, what clips were you watching? He was throwing a football, he was having a catch with somebody, and he wasn't moving the injured Achilles foot. He wasn't moving it. And he's telling me that he's going to wear the headset and he's going to offensive coordinate this team to the playoffs and I and until he comes back excuse me week 15 for their playoff run and I'm just like listening to this and it just it just doesn't go away they don't go away the Philadelphia Jalen Hurts why and I don't want to play in Philly this Sunday off a loss by them I just (laughs) you know they are just the worst and they just will never go away. Can't even can't even enjoy it, man, because I got to deal with this crap. You know, to, to speak, you brought up Philly, and I don't think we'll get a call from any Philly fans here. But it's although Warren, you know, sorry about your loss. Um, I mean, Philly, we've talked about it for five weeks straight now. TM, I mean, they just haven't looked 
great. They're winning, you know, and, you know, DeAndre Swift running, you know, 30 times in a game to 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 take him to I mean, all the things maybe that that all of us thought about this team and it's unfair to go back to Jalen Hurts and be like, oh, look at you. You're who we thought you were five years. Like, it's unfair. And I just, I don't, I, we talked about it last week on the show. This, the, the coordinators leaving is, has clearly made an impact. Sure. And I, TM, if you were to ever want to throw, if you ever, if you were to ever put a clip on, to say this is why the NFL is scripted and or everybody has money on it. That Jalen Hurts throw, the end of the game yesterday. I mean, how as a as a and I'm putting this in quotes, elite NFL quarterback, do you make that throw in that situation? Wasn't it first down? Oh, was it? I thought it was. I thought it was third. Well, either way. no, but the, like third down is I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. But uh, I just I don't know. It's third and ten. All right, it was third down. All right. Well at, that's right. First play out of the two minute warning. It also, is also, also, let me tell you this about fix the fixins. EJ Brown, this guy is like Megatron. I'm uh, some of the like I'm watching a lot of this game. <laughs> He was doing whatever he wanted early in this game. I don't understand what happened here with this offense. Two touchdowns and then just completely shut down. But the co- the um, the coordinator thing, I think it is a big deal. When Dable left Buffalo, Allen struggled last year with the new guy for a while. And, you know, I'm sure it has a lot to do. That's the kind of, like, you know, real-life personal connection type stuff that that has to play a part i mean this guy's, guy's got to know what works for their quarterbacks and but you know listen they were still five and oh until they lost this i'm telling you man there's something that goes on in that building with every team that goes that you are not safe playing at MetLife against the jets there is just something's going on man that's it i i think it is maybe it is the fix but it's- it was crazy. Watching. They had every opportunity to win that game. It's not like Zach Wilson did anything to win that game. Their only offensive touchdown was Philly letting them score after that interception. Right. Oh, Which I didn't. I I don't know. Would that? I don't. I didn't know when it, when it happened. I was like, oh, okay. And then I started. I'm like, was that the right call at that point? I didn't know. I, I I wasn't I wasn't certain that that was the right call to Clearly let them not score with in their defense. How are you not confident in the, in your defense? It's fourteen. Oh, you're talking about letting them score. Letting I'm still, score. I was going back letting to so that interception. It's third and ten. I don't care how many timeouts the Jets have. I think it was one. Just run the ball into the line and punt it. Let your defense win the game. It's the Jets. They have twelve points. Right, but that's exactly what it is. You can't. You can't. As Jalen Hurt, you cannot throw that ball. Throw it away. Throw, no, it, away. throw it away. Or just, th- just understand. Understand the situation. That's yeah. your job as an elite quarterback. Is not to not to make the greatest throw of all time. It's to know what to do and when to push it and how far. 
Anyway, was it was, was it the right call? Was it the right call to let them score? I think in that situation, yes. With that much time and t- two timeouts. Two that's, timeouts. Yeah, yeah. So because so if they run it and and it's the Jets' offense, right? I mean, you you could have you could it's have like held the, them. They're at the four. They're at the four I, yard line. I mean, I, they're I, gonna. I don't know, man. It, the it the mistake I think is the Jets. Well, I guess it wasn't a mistake because he showed confidence in his defense and blah blah blah. But you just you could just kill the game there and just you know kick a field goal. Yeah, I mean you'll and but yeah, it's all dependent on how that goes too. I mean Philly did have two timeouts. They probably would have got the ball 15, 14, 40 seconds, fifty seconds. Yeah, you, in you the can, end, it didn't. You can be afraid of that. I mean, I'd be afraid of it if it was Mahomes. In the end, it didn't really matter. Did they even cross the fifty? No, they were there. Right? They, they just they, they just they, they, they didn't get a first they, down, they, right? And it was no, they, no, it was over. So in the yeah. end, it didn't matter. Like they they would have had to kick a field goal or score. I mean, it didn't matter. So all right, enough talking about that team. So we'll see. I don't. I mean, they they were doing exactly what they've been doing all season. Like they just haven't looked great. Um, but hey, as a Lions fan. Watching both yeah, Philly and San Fran go down in like the four o'clock, or I was like, "Fuck yeah, let's yeah. go, let's go, baby!" <laughs> it was awesome. yeah. And um, you know, the Seahawks lost. I mean, it was like because they they're the one team that were like, "Oh, this tiebreaker, this whatever." So then we're just like, "Yeah, let's go, baby!" Everything everything is rolling the Lions' way, and now golf's gonna get hurt. What? Oh, oh dude, how do you put that in the Come atmosphere? Yeah, it's oh, it's already out there. It's already out there. All right, let's get oh, back to the calls. Oh. Back to the calls. Let's keep moving. Keep moving. Uh oh. Ooh, look who this is. Here we go. Well, boys, it's your boy the Duke calling in early in the week. It's been a minute. And reality check time, Paul. Um, you're finally getting it. You're getting me the tap out button. Um, I guess I put a little too much into Coach K and Kwasi and hoping that, you know, they had enough. I thought this offense would be enough to carry these guys, you know, give up points, but we're going to still be able to score. And, you know, it just sucks those first couple weeks being in them. They've all been one-score losses and having a chance. And now we're sitting at one and four, and reality has to set in, and what do we do? Oh, this was Here's Thursday, my best scenario for the rest of the hey, year yeah, and hopefully there. play out. Um, I would like to see Cousins traded at this point. I mean, I, I'm not, it's not because I don't like him, but he's a salary, salary cap hit. He ain't getting any younger. He's playing really well. Let's get something for him. Jefferson's out indefinitely right now. Who knows? If I'm him, don't come back. We tank the season. We draft a young, ready-to-go quarterback heading into next season. We free up some salary space because Jefferson's going to make a hit on us, and we get that O-line fixed up, add some pieces on defense. And in maybe another two years, we're right back at it. I mean, we still have a solid offensive weapons. And, that I mean, it's just got to be reality check time. I hope 
Coach K figures out whatever's going on. This whole team seems like a bit of a mess with these timeouts. Um, just undisciplined play. All right. Um, I'm no fool. You know, even though we had those first couple losses, yeah, I felt like that team felt like they couldn't make a comeback. But when you're sitting at one and four in the basement here, it's kind of like, what? what's the point? We're obviously not built to go the distance, so... It's tank time, baby, and that's the best I can hope for. I know as a fan, you don't want that. And maybe the Lions will get their first ever NFC North division win this year. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Suck a dick, Paul. You're probably <clears throat> gonna win. Suck it. First, How good does that feel to get a concession from the Vikings week six? Yeah, I mean, it. it is, it is not, I mean, literally the three teams in the NFC North have two wins. I Five heard. Wins total, total. Yeah, I heard a, uh, somebody going over Minnesota and their schedule and saying they could legitimately be eight and six. Going into the game, the first game, Christmas Eve at Detroit, and I'm listening to this, going, "What planet? I, mean, I don't care who they're playing. I don't care if they play Chicago the next ten weeks. They're losing eight of them. That's, I mean, they almost that team lost is a to disaster. Would have lost to Chicago had Fields not gotten. If hurt. Fields finished the game, they lose 2019. Yeah. So, there's no doubt in my mind they lose that game. Yeah, I had to sit there looking at my picks to try to scrape out one victory for the weekend. You know, looking at Vikings minus two and a half. I'm like, are you really, are you fucking kidding me, Vikings? This is what you're going to do to me? Ugh. Yeah, their, their defense with, um, oh, I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, your boy, your boy, Flor- yeah. Flores. The Duke Flores, yeah, he, uh. You think he could, you know, he could muster some stuff up with the cover zero and maybe make things happen, but they lost so many players on defense. The whole national media discussed that the whole preseason. I mean, without Jefferson, I just don't. They're not beating a good team. Well, it starts this weekend. San Fran's going to take it, take it out on them. Yeah, they don't they, run the ball. They, they don't run the ball particularly well. They, I mean, they got rid of Cooks and Madison might be okay, but their offensive line's not very good. And like Cousins is. Weekend had 181 yards and a touchdown. Like, okay, great. So, he's anyway, just, he's Chad. Compiling, he's compiling statistics when they're losing. Right. I mean, that's... Oh, it's, you know, the whole top 10 conversation can... Because he's sitting there this year statistically and fantasy-wise. But what what is there to be excited about? I mean, he's having a good year. Yeah, he's just throwing the ball all over the place because you're losing all the time. Right. Yeah. I've been there. I've been there. Hot take. Compiler. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. There we go. Uh, Let's see. All right, next Thanks, Chad. Yeah, thanks for calling in, Chad. Give us uh, how those twinsies doing. What? How are those those gophers doing? The twins. Next thing is going to be calling in about the Timberwolves and uh, the Stars. That's or whoever the hell, who is it? The, who's the their wild, hockey the team? Wild. The Wild, thank you. Hey, hockey did start. Hockey did start. Come in. All right, here we go. Hey, Johnny calling back in. Um, you know, first quarter was rough. Uh, Dolphins took care of business. Uh, one point I wanted to make 
Mike McDaniel needs to really reevaluate the way he um, calls third and fourth down one. Uh, that back pass was absolutely atrocious, but um, Oof, you know, happy to see them take care of business. Um, looking forward to the test next week with Philly. Uh, fins up. Let's go. Hey, baby. Hold on. We have we have a slew of Dolphins calls here. Hey, TM. Awesome GAH. A little late to the day, but uh, great win for the Finns. Uh, I was at a 10-year-old's birthday party acting like a delinquent watching this game on my phone. First quarter, not fun. <laughs> Got to tell you, in the group chat, I told everyone, Hammer, 16 and a half over, zero points first quarter. Felt real bad oh, about yeah. it. But then second quarter, big, big quarter. Uh, good for the boys. Good for the team morale. Still a little worried about the defense with Philly coming up and taking a loss against the Jets. Um, those those pesky Jets they're going to be uh, they're going to be a pain in our pain in our asses. But they're nothing. They're they're no, they're no one. Uh, Buffalo easy easy win tonight probably against that oh, giant boy. team. Oh, we didn't even talk about that game it's at all. Detroit. We will. We will. Um, Saving that. Big bets hit all around. Thank <clears> you for <throat> Detroit. Uh, and yeah. yeah, Tua, good, Mostert, awesome, Hill, yeah. just otherworldly, Waddle, did did a little Waddle dance in the middle of a uh, trampoline gymnasium, my brother-in-law looked at me looked at me like I was crazy, uh, everyone else there probably <laughs> thought I was like a special ed kid, but you know, Waddle and through, so happy about it, let's go, fins up, fins up. Yeah, yeah. So Waddle scores. They had the whole offense is doing the Waddle, the Waddle dance in the end zone. So Hill has to upstage it, and he runs. He scores, takes some guy's cell phone at the back of the end zone, and films selfie films himself doing a backflip, and then takes a screenshot like midair, and uh, they he gets a fifteen yard penalty for excessive celebration, and. Uh, they then they then proceed on the broadcast to show the replay fifteen fucking times. Yeah, right. Exactly. And and Car- even even Kerry goes, if why is this a penalty if they just keep showing it off like it was the greatest thing that's ever happened? And I'm like, yeah, good point. Um, but yeah, the first quarter was a sweat. Um, fifteen fifteen completions to Thielen. I think he just caught another pass while I'm sitting here. And it was just kind of like sitting back going, what the fuck? And they went two straight three and outs, clearly playing with their food, thinking, which they were right at the end of the day, but clearly thinking, hey, you know, we can do whatever we want against this team. Didn't start out very good. Yes, I also had the Dolphins over for points in the first half at 16 and a half. And then they ripped off three straight touchdowns and they go into the break 21-14. And finish it off 42-21, covering the 13 and a half. That's right. I went 3-0. Thanks, Joe, for bringing it up. That's right. The line's covered as well. Let's go. Um, But, yeah, Joe and I think along kind of the same wavelength there. I was watching that uh, Eagles game going, oh, God, come on. Don't lose this game. I don't want to be here and all. Oh, there goes Pollard. I just didn't want to deal with playing Philadelphia off a loss. And that's what we're going to have to deal with Sunday night. So Sunday night is a huge litmus test. And just I just hope it goes better than it did in Buffalo. Yes. Well. Oh, that was a pass, son of a bitch. What? 
Why? Who do you got? Oh, you're I'm playing, not playing against Scott? Dak. Yeah, uh, he already ran one in. So fuck. All right. Uh, actually, oh god, here we go. One more Dolphins call. Hey guys, this is Pat. <laughs> really cool that you had two a call in uh, a few weeks ago. Nice for him to take some time off to call into the pod. Um, I didn't catch a second of yesterday's Dolphins victory. I was in in a plane, but I'm calling to say I don't give two shits about this Eagles game coming up. Them losing to the Jets is going to make them want this game. Yes. It's an AFC-NFC matchup. Nobody cares. Why does it have to be on Sunday Night Football? Everybody, please stay healthy. Fins up. Go Dolphins. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the voice of reason in our chat group that's saying, it. everybody calm down. He, 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 he was on a flight home from California. He checks in. He goes... Oh, I go, I see our Super Bowl aspirations are on point once again. <laughs> We're all like flipping out over the win. And he's just yeah. like, oh, you guys got a condo. <laughs> Today, one of his texts was, I guess I just haven't come to grips yet with how good our offense is. Maybe after next week. <laughs> but he's, he keeps saying, he goes, it's a loss next week. Who cares? Hey, at some point, yeah. I mean, you it's you're gonna lose games. Gonna That's the, you yeah. taught you told me that. Yeah, yeah. But Absolutely. I don't know. I mean, their defense does not look great. I mean, we can we can compete with them, uh, but I don't see our defense stopping. And I mean, my God, watching Adam Thielen, it's like, what are Devontae Smith and and AJ Brown gonna do to us? It's like oh, I did hear your you know? uh, your boy is on the men though. Right, he's come. He's there. So they're saying he could potentially start practicing this week. I don't care. I mean, that was like national news that he could. So yeah, I don't I got, care. I got the notification on my phone. It's not like I follow yeah. dolphins. It just came through. Like, right? Yeah, dude. Jaylen I don't want to hear. Tell me when he is three days away. Right. Because you know I'm dealing with Eli Apple and I can't stand that guy. That guy's still around. He's on your team now. Yeah, oh and he's got to play because of Ramsey. And then Xavier Howard apparently got hurt. So if him, if it's just Eli Apple and a bunch of no names in the secondary, you know, I, I, you know, I hate to say, I hate to say it, but I, re- yeah, I really do think like, I think my brother is right like this you know i'm not gonna sit down sunday night and be like all right let's freaking go i'm fired up i'm gonna sit down sunday night and say the same things he did doesn't really matter okay it sucks if we lose but eh, and don't get hurt just don't get hurt you know i could just see some defensive lineman on philly hitting to uh and it's like we lose 42 to 10 and he's out and then you just like i'm on here crying monday night getting hammered yeah so let's not go that way Let's let's not have that happen yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Dolphins conglomerate, for calling in and letting us know. Make sure you guys all call in when you lose to Buffalo like that again. Or the Jets. Wait, so is the Jets the first Jets matchup is the one on Black Friday? Yes, sir. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. We got one more call, TM. One more call. Different team. Dolphins, hey, you know what? Keep it up. Keep it up. I'm going to go look at the uh, Tyreek Hill uh, backflip while we listen to this next voicemail. Here we go. Cool. What's up, fellas? Calling in from the kingdom. Want to say, see what's happening this week. But uh, Chiefs came in on Thursday, looked a little sluggish, certainly struggled in the red zone. Uh, receivers having trouble getting open against the zone. That's that's a problem they need to fix. Uh, I don't know if these guys are just not picking that up or what's going on there. Maybe it's Andy Reid. You would think he could draw and get open, but 
I, I think they're just struggling to get it all together. So, but, you know, that being said, they make the plays when they need to, and they score the points when they need to, which right now that's, that's a good thing because the defense is what's keeping them in these games. And the defense is just nasty. I mean, those guys are just killing it. And they're about to get better because we get to Amenahe back this week, so he's supposed to be playing this week against the Chargers. So that's going to improve the pass rush, hopefully. It might not show right away, but I think it's giving him two or three games to get back in the swing of things and definitely going to be add some depth and get us back, you know, make us even nastier than what they've been on that. So, you know, kudos to the defense. It's kind of weird seeing a Chiefs team that's led by their defense because that's – I'm not even sure that's happened in the last, I don't know, 30 years. <laughs> it's usually the defense that's kind of just good enough and then the offense is kicking in, but – yeah, so I, offense has got to get better. Um, those receivers got to start getting open more. We need a compliment to Travis Kelsey, just anything to kind of break it up and run the ball more. That's I can't stress that enough with the Chiefs. They, they got Pacheco in there and McKinnon, all those guys. They feed it to them a little more. Get get that ball running because that will open up the pass game. Uh, hopefully they stick to that a little more. Andy does get a little pass happy. And I can understand that when you got a guy like Mahomes, but – you know, sometimes you got to help your offense out and break it up a little bit. So uh, we'll see what happens here. we got the Chargers coming in. So uh, that's going to be a good test for that defense because they do have a pretty good offense, although they do, uh, do struggle they? here in Arrowhead. But um, they are one of the few teams in the divisions that have get, that does get us every now and then. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, looking forward to the game. Uh, looking forward to get the next week on the road. And, um, and I'll be uh, – heading to Houston this weekend, so I might not even get to see the game, or at least not at home. So, talk to you guys later, and uh, we'll see you. I can't wait to I cannot wait to play the Chiefs in in uh, London, or was, Germany, wherever the hell it is. I can't wait. Well, I was just looking at their schedule, like, and I think we talked about this in previous weeks. They, like, haven't played anybody. No. Literally. They've played the Bears, the Vikings, the Broncos, the, the Jets, Jets and the Jags, and then they lost to the Lions. I mean, and they haven't looked great, you know. I mean, they're still five and one. And so he's, I mean, that's basically what his call is saying is like we're winning games with defense. Well, I mean, that's one way to look at it, but you could also look at it as your, I mean, you know, Mahomes has had some interceptions this year that are just. On, uh, like, They're just yeah. extremely questionable, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm calling, I'm calling fix in the Jets game just because you just don't see a guy like that make. Uh, it's just a lot of bad plays. I don't know. Um, Whatever. I mean, there's yeah, nothing. Listen, there's not much to say doing, about the key. The no, Chiefs, Chiefs right are now. doing Chiefs things, man. They're yeah. winning. The storyline last year was, and this is a team that won the Super Bowl last year. The storyline all regular season was. The Chiefs keep winning, but they don't cover spreads. They just don't blow anybody out. They play with their food. They do enough to win. The difference, though, with this team is is the weapons. Who's going to emerge and make some catches? Because now the you know now everybody says, oh, it's going to be Rasheed Rice. It's going to be Rasheed Rice. Oh, it's going to be friggin' Rasheed Rice. Like when? Right. Tell me that's Brandon Cook. Oh my god. Six weeks. It took six <laughs> weeks. I've given up on this guy all over the place. <laughs> Anywho, yeah. Well, Patrick, will going to be a big showdown in Europe. I can't wait. Dolphins, Chiefs. 
Yeah, but can't wait. Get me, get me there. Get me, get me off this next game coming up. Don't want to watch it. All right. So I think the last game that we haven't touched on at all today was the Sunday night game last night. Yeah, and obviously vested interest with your household. A lot of Bills fans on, you know, uh, within this family, this podcast group, and and mm-hmm. uh, I just, I mean, what what did we watch last night? I mean, what? Oh, it was brutal. I mean, is this is is it just like, well, you know, at some point, you know, the Giants are gonna find a way? Is it? I mean, we talked about it. We mentioned it. I mean, the what? Well, I mean, you got um, Tyrod. Tyra. I, was, I was saying, I was thinking Tyreek. Tyrod Taylor. Um, at the QB position coming in and what seemingly looks like, and I don't know what uh, Dable said, but changing the play at the end of the half from the one yard line to a run and essentially running the clock out, getting no points on the board. And then back what was technically unofficially back-to-back pass interference calls in the end zone at the end of the game. The second one, a much more egregious call, but understandably not made. Yeah, not not. I don't know. I I How understand many times are they, why are they just they keep didn't. calling it. Right. Yeah, yeah. That you know, if they if they wouldn't have called the first one, and let's say that was the final play, maybe it gets called. But I don't know that I love the play call at the end of the game as the final play. You know, give yourself yeah. some options. You know, roll it out. Have two guys. I don't know. Um, Josh Allen went down with, I don't know. Six some, different injuries. Yeah, Some sort of uh, made him run to the blue tent for a concussion at one point. That was the, um, yeah, that was the spotter. He fell on his shoulder at one point. He fell on his head on that the, yeah. the most ridiculous uh, uh, roughing the passer calls you're ever going to see. There was, there were a lot of. A lot of flags. A lot That's of interesting of things happening last night. Yeah. But But you know, you got the Dable factor there, so you know, maybe he's slowing Allen down and stuff. But look at the end of the day, when they have the ball at the one yard line at the end of the half with no timeouts and I think it was twelve seconds or whatever. And they run the ball with Saquon and it just gets blown up in the backfield and they get no points. Can you please know who you are? It's six, nothing. You've just shut the bills out in the first half. Can you please just kick the field goal and go up two scores? I mean, at the very least pass the ball, Yeah, pass the ball so you can throw it away. You had time for one play for sure. Yeah, but throw it. You can't run it there. But that's what so, and I don't know if it came out today. They were say they think that that Tyron think was changed, an option to change the player, or it was what it was like. If you see this, you can audible option to, to the run. Correct, yeah. But maybe they thought they had enough time. You know, maybe they thought no in because seconds. after after I don't think Tyrod knew that there was. I think Tyrod thought they had a timeout because when the play gets blown up in front of him. He had zero urgency. Yeah, he must have thought they had one. 
So, listen, I mean, that's coaching. That's coaching. You have got to tell your player, hey, we don't have any timeouts. Throw it. I don't know. Call in the play. I mean, what are we dealing with here when we're talking about watching these coaches with their friggin' sheets of colors of plays and the 15,000 words that they say calling plays in to the huddle? Is it all just like technical mumbo-jumbo? Or can, can a, does a coach ever actually say to the quarterback, hey, this is what we need to do here. Run the split right, blah, blah, blah. Fade it to Waller. If he misses it, fine. We kick and go in 9 nothing. Isn't yeah. like, are we yeah. talking to each other that way? Or are we saying, split right, eagle. You know, I mean, I, I can't, it drives me nuts. It, it drives seems, me nuts. It seems so easy on this side of things, right? I mean, that's what I mean. They get paid, they get paid the big bucks to fuck everything up. Yeah, but PJ, it is that easy. I guess. I, you're right. You are the head it coach is. with it a is. direct line into the helmet of the player. Tell him what to do. All right. That's why you get paid. Tyrod ain't getting paid the big bucks. That is true. But even still, just the Bills. To be in that situation, I mean, the Buffalo basically, the Buffalo should have lost that game. I'm sitting on three survivor picks. I did not bet that spread. Get out of here, 15 points with that team. But you have got to be kidding me with this team. I have had it. I've had it with the Bills. I've had it. I've had it with having to listen and watch and have everybody go in this, like, emotional drain because they're not winning every game by 45 points. Maybe you're not just that good. Uh, the excuse again with the excuses was uh, the today this morning it was the the uh, Thurman Thomas's son tweeted I've just about had an oh no I've had it with the draw play never again please and then Thurman Thomas retweets and says at a boy son I agree and Kerry shows me that and I go what what are you showing me I go what you're mad at Ken Dorsey because of his play calling and and and. All the complaints are because they were they were committed to the run last night. And in the third and fourth quarter, they were handing off on first down, second down, and then throwing it on third. And her complaint was, and, and the fan base, I mean, from what she's showing me, uh, they're not letting Josh play. They're, they're not letting Josh throw. Uh, you know, we only win when he can excel. He needs to run. He needs to, you know, pass and blah, blah, blah. Now, I think there's an element of truth to that when every time they needed a play, they just threw it 25 yards to Diggs and it was a first down. So you would think you would actually do that a little more. But I think they thought, same thing with Miami and Miami's shitty first quarter. They just went into the game thinking that they were going to kill him. I really do think that. And that's human nature. And when these teams realize they're not going to win by 40 by halftime, it's like they're shell shock. Yeah. And, uh, but it's embarrassing. I I think as a Bills fan, you have to be embarrassed. I mean, what my team did to the Giants with three turnovers and still won by, you know, 15. And then just everybody killing the Giants. I just, I don't know. Buffalo, Buffalo is extremely annoying to me this season. And, I guess it's because there are competition in the division and whatnot, but I'm kind of, I'm just so tired of them. I'm so tired of seeing Stefan Diggs yelling at Allen on the sideline. It's just like all of it. All of it is annoying. 
you're right. They think they should be winning by 40, and they're not, and they're crybabies about it. And again, this is my response to her text sending me that tweet was I said, oh, just another forever loser. Like, yeah, right. do me a favor and just go win something. Win something before you start acting like it's all supposed to be given to you. I hate to say it. Pat Mahomes has earned the right to get the calls. You, Buffalo Bills, have not. You win nothing. And their head coach just stands on the sideline, and he looks completely lost and scared. If Brian Dable was their head coach, they'd be undefeated right now. I, I, I know they would. Yeah, I, it's but. it's a it's a very interest. I can I can see how it's frustrating because as a as a fan, or I'm sorry, as just a, a football fan or watcher, I sit there and just I question what the hell they're doing, and I don't know, you know, one guy from the next on Buffalo outside of their stars. So, as a as somebody who knows a team, it must be completely frustrating. But whose fault is that? You know what I mean? Like. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, boy. The offensive, it's the offensive coordinator's fault because he doesn't let Josh throw. What was this play? No flag there? No flag? Well, they pushed, they, they called the flag on every other play. They pushed, they pushed his, uh-huh. their own guy. Now the Chargers are celebrating like they got the, the, the yeah, ball back. Yeah. I don't know. There's no flag on this play. You can push. You can push your own guy into him. Oh, they're giving it to Dallas. So, real quick, the Niners, the Bills, the Eagles. um, You saw it in a lot of games yesterday. Teams choosing to go for it on fourth and one. You saw it tonight. I mean, the Chargers did it down ten seven. They went for it on fourth and one. They didn't get it. Now they're losing late. Um, where they could have tied it then. It could be whatever. You know, the whole new theme is the aggressive play calling in the NFL, right? We're going for it on fourth and one inside the four, inside inside the opponent's 40, four down territory. It's kind of like college now. There's definitely more of that. And what, you know, you're getting the dialogue that coaches say, like Belichick is the prime example. He's kicking field goals down 17-10 with two minutes to go in the fourth quarter. We saw Josh McDaniel do it uh, for the Raiders. Right, The league is passing these old-school coaches by. Right, That that was like the theme for the first five weeks. Well, I think all that flip-flopped this week, and you look at a team. I mean, just like – and I know it's not like an example of like the Niners, but missing the field goal – um, the Giants not kicking it at the, you know, going into halftime to go up one, bit them in the ass. I just, there's some examples going around the league from yesterday where, and tonight's another example with the, with the Chargers. You know, maybe we should all just like put the brakes on that mentality and every game, every week is a new is a new week. Every matchup is a different matchup. You can't just go ripping through this league and going for it on fourth and one every time. I mean, sometimes it is better to take the points. Yeah. And uh, I just find it interesting because I just was listening to a lot of stuff today and everybody's getting on certain teams for being aggressive yesterday because they lost and they're expected to win and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I had a, a nice strong vodka drink tonight, so I am not remembering specific examples so i kind of sound like a bit of an idiot right now but my point being is that 
um, it backfired a little bit yesterday. And I'm kind of happy to see it because at the end of the day, I don't want my team losing a game because they didn't take the points because at certain points of these games, please just take the friggin' points. If you take two field goals instead of not getting first downs on these fourth downs, you know, the, the 30 or the 20, that could be the difference in the game. I'm not crying because of any overs. It's just, well, that's got to be a fucking penalty, man. No, it's not. You but, can push your own guy. I don't know. Anyway, this conversation would have been better if we had it at 3 o'clock in the afternoon when I no, was sober. No, I totally focused, agree with but, you. But you know you know who's not um, afraid to just take the points? Baltimore, as Justin Tucker kicked five oh, yeah. field goals yesterday. Yeah? I was like, oh, I hope I'm not playing him in any fucking fan. That game, I didn't. I didn't watch oh, any Butker, of that. The Kansas City did it Thursday oh, night. That's right. Yeah. 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 Had, uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for backing me up here a little bit because those are two great examples of just not being too cute, not trying to go overboard, kicking the field goals. And both of those teams, you know, won outright and covered. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, points are points. Three it's, points ain't no the points. Water, the water, you know, water finds its level. You know, and the over-aggressiveness, yeah. and even Dan Campbell, the gambler, they call I mean, like I said at the beginning of this show, he made some good decisions yesterday. Did not going for it, punting when he should have, and, you know, there giving you what There's they... another one. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, Tim, let's, uh, let's, let's get to the Take. picks here. Let's fucking get out of here. Here we go. By picking the best I can But when they come to take my house and my car My wife don't understand I fucking suck at gambling All right oh, TM, give, us, give us the damage I mean That's going to be 3-0 and for me this week, baby uh, Dolphins cover the 13 and a half No problem Lions Cover the three and a half. I had the hook from Monday. I got it actually Sunday morning at three. No problem. And my Raiders. Did you happen to catch how this game ended? No, I did not. All right. It's one Matt game I literally Jones watched none of. Fourth down. Fourth down. Down two points. Matt Jones drops back into the end zone. Here comes crazy white man on the Raiders defense. Safety cover incredible cover that will be the best one of the season no doubt three and oh 12 and five and one on the year somebody give me a percentage i'm beating vegas yeah baby i cried crazy max crosby now known as crazy white man for the raiders that's it well he stands (laughs) out on the field they're all wearing black you know what i mean and then uh pj five and ten i'm sorry Six and twelve on the season after going one and two. Hey, it's got one. Vikings. I got one. Got one. Yeah, don't vote. On, don't bet on the Vikings again, please. Uh, I will not. I will not. But- Niners minus five. What are you going to do there? And the Eagles. So yeah, both undefeated teams. You took the loss on. That's tough. I mean, the Niners. I got it minus five. I think that number was minus nine was- when the game started, or something ridiculous. Yes, sir. yes nine and oh, a half. God. Yes, sir. I hate gambling. This is why I don't gamble with real money, people. Don't listen to me. Listen to TM. You can listen to me for so like far. Four so years good. Ago. So yeah, <laughs> you did have a hell of a year the one year. Hey, so far so good. Here comes week seven, and let me tell you, this 
this board is. I I just I don't know what to do. You had said Eric mentioned like all these games could go either way. A lot of short spreads. Really tough for me to pick. So instead of racking my brains here and trying to figure out where to make some kind. I mean, there's a lot of injury concerns this week we can't really address on a Monday show. So, look, I'm just going to go back to the well with the two teams who I've been riding all the way with here. Give me the Finns plus two. Now, look, it's we've discussed this game at length going into Philly tonight. I'm nervous. Am I confident? I mean, I'm I'm not not confident. I'm just skeptical at the at the the situation, you know. And I hate that it's Sunday night, and I hate that they lost to the Jets yesterday. So I'm gonna need them to win to cover this spread. I don't see them losing by one point in this game. But like you said earlier, track meet. I think it's coming. We're gonna have to keep up. Has their defense? been shutting teams down by no means i mean washington put what was it 28 on them or 32 whatever it was they can be scored on we can score better than anybody in the league so let's go let's go in early score make them come back and somehow disrupt hurts who has not looked great Second game, give me the Lions and the three points. You're giving me three points with a team who is dominating everybody they play right now. I'll take that every single week. Until this team lays an egg, which they have not been close to doing. Yes, it was a bad loss against Seattle, but it was still only three points. So, I'm going to keep going with the hot team. I wouldn't say it was a bad loss. I mean, it was an overtime loss. Yeah, yeah it was a close loss. It's, it's a game you should have won. You should have won. won. Yeah. won, 100%. But this is the Ravens. Okay, oh, the, the Ravens, right? Well, here comes the Ravens coming home from Europe. Never a positive. Ravens find The Ravens just... I, I don't know what the story is with this team. They are good, but they make a lot of mistakes. Lamar makes mistakes still. He looked good the first two weeks, throwing the ball all over the place. Now he's starting to kind of come back to reality. And, um, yeah, just a tough, it's just going to be, this is a great game. This is, I think, one of the best games on the slate, a game I'm definitely going to be paying attention to, but give me them three points with the Lions. I am all in on your team at this point. And number three, I'll tell you, I should have let you pick first. It's weird. I went with three favorites last week. I'm going with three dogs. This is just a pick on history and really just on the Chiefs not covering. This is an in-division game. Chargers at Chiefs. You're giving me five and a half points with the Chargers. Now, I don't know when this game ends if that line is going to... It's probably going to actually get bigger because they look like shit scoring ten points. But this is the... Oh, they're going to try to score six here. This is interesting. Or should they kick the field? See, now here's a good... Here's another situation. 17-10, fourth and goal... Seven minutes left. How many timeouts? They only got two timeouts. I guess they gotta yeah, go for I, it. Not, yeah, I don't know. I think I think you gotta go for it here. Yeah, seven minutes in the fourth quarter is yeah, like that is a much a better play. That's what you do, Giants. Like great Shit. play. Great I'm behind. Play. I'm on a Sorry. I'm on a delay here. Sorry. They scored, TM. They scored. <laughs> Who's it? Palmer? Wow. Who's that? Everett, yeah. Everett, okay. He doesn't look like a tight end. But anyway. All right, there we go. So they got 17 points. Is Dallas 
is the Chiefs D as good as the Dallas D? I guess we'll find out. But give me five and a half. That game is always close. It's in division. It's going to be a battle. And uh, so I'll take five and a half points there. Finns plus two. Lions plus three. Chargers plus five and a half. Let's try to keep it rolling here. I fucking hate all these games. Uh, yeah, they're tough, man. They're tough. They could yeah. go either, either fucking way. Um, yeah, I don't like that game either. I might go. I might go the opposite there. All right. So uh, first one on here, uh, the one game that we saw was the Cleveland versus 49ers game last week um, or this past week. The the one thing that impressed me the most was the Browns' defense and their ability to shut down what looked like one of the more high-powered offenses, just one of the more fluid offenses. Now, I know CMC went out, but the Browns' defense can hold them in games. So I'm looking at them going to the Colts. Anthony Richardson's gone. You know, Minshew is is the, the Colts' savior here. And I know Zach Moss and Jonathan Taylor, but I kind of like the Browns. I like their defense. Who knows what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson, but it doesn't really matter. They're running the ball all right. So I'm going to take the Browns. I'm going to lay the two points. I think they're a lot better than people give them credit for. And the Colts, I just, I'm just not, just not feeling the vibes there um so give me the browns minus the two points uh next so i firsthand watched the bucks more or less dominate the line of scrimmage against the lions who arguably have one of the better offensive lines in football um they're going to play or the falcons are coming in to play the bucks again at home and the Lions have played both of these teams, and regardless of what the score was yesterday, that Bucks team is substantially better than the Falcons, and they're giving less up, giving up less than a field goal at home against a Falcons team that I just don't know if they know what they are. So, give me the Bucks, lay the two and a half points against the Falcons and the fighting Desmond Ritters because I have no idea what they're doing over there. Um, and, and the one thing that the Falcons do have going for them is B. John Robinson and, and them being able to run the ball a little bit. And the Bucks D with Levante David is, is just sick, man. So give me the Bucks. I'll lay the two and a half points. Oh, fuck, man. I, I don't know. I, I honestly have no idea. Take the commanders. Oh. You could, you could. No, I. All right. I will, based on, this is a Thursday night game. We got the Jags coming off of a week. Um, the Lawrence Saints, is banged up. Is he, he is banged up? Oh, that's right. Oh, never mind. Yeah, Fuck. I don't know what the report is. I'll tell you this, though. This game, the line opened up yesterday, last night at Jags minus one, and it's already Saints minus three. So if that tells you anything as far as Lawrence is concerned. Yeah, probably. I totally forgot that he was he was on that. All right. He was on the graphic. It was on the graphic yesterday. Um, fuck, I don't want to take another favorite, but maybe I will. All right, give me the Raiders minus three. I don't know how. Should, we just talked about Chicago and Justin Fields. I don't know how Chicago scores any points without Justin Fields, let alone 
staying within three of the Raiders. Oh, but Jimmy Garoppolo's out too. Motherfucker, TM. Oh, it's All Brian right. Hoyer versus a, a kid that an undrafted rookie. That All right, here we go. Flipping a coin. Flipping a coin. You know what? I wrote down Raiders already. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Give me the Raiders. I, I have no idea. I'm going to flip a coin for anybody. So give me the – give me – oh, my God. I can't believe it. I like the Bucks pick. That's it. But whatever. I've li- I've liked every pick that I've made this year, and I'm 6-12. and 12. So I don't like the Cleveland pick, but I'll take Cleveland minus 2. I do like the Bucks like pick it. minus 2.5, and, a half, and I'll take too. the Raiders minus 3 because who fucking knows Bears suck. That's it, man. Those – other picks. <laughs> I don't know what this kid, this second string quarterback that wasn't drafted is going to do uh, against an NFL team, especially against Crosby. So, I mean, I, you know. Who knows? Whatever. Is, is Brian, Brian Hoyer, you know, I was watching that Raider game. Clearly, I know it's the Patriots, but Brian Hoyer didn't look that bad. Cons- I mean, he, you know, he's, he's at least didn't look something. any different than Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. whatever. Uh, Tim, the only thing we didn't talk about, and I said this to the chat, um, and it, it goes on with all these teams tanking and all this, is I don't know how much of the USC Notre Dame oh, game you got to watch this on Saturday night, but holy shit, Caleb Williams looked horrendous. I didn't get to watch that game. I got to watch the entirety of um, Oregon Washington. That was a great game. That was, too. That was the game I was locked yeah. in on. Yeah. Yeah. But I was not impressed with Caleb Williams when he played like an actual defense that Notre Dame has. Um, I was, you know, don't love cheering for Notre Dame, but I was happy to see uh, USC lose. Um, yeah, and that was, I mean, that was a national, I mean, everybody yeah. picked Notre Dame for that game. It was not even, like, there was no doubt. You know, it's, just, it's just a tough spot, I guess, for USC. It's just it's weird about college football but nobody talked about you it's all about his heisman campaign it's got nothing to do with it's got nothing to do with them you know being in the playoffs no not at all that's what i didn't i did the the wins and the loss didn't matter the win or the loss didn't matter but he just he did not look good uh against a legit team so uh but you know that's it's one of those things like maybe maybe he loses a little luster as the season runs on here um, and then the last thing that we get to talk about, Coach Prime, Colorado Buffaloes. Oh. The biggest halftime blown lead in Pac-12 history. So you got that on your resume now, Prime. <laughs> Again, uh, I, uh, not, his, not his fault, but it is no, Well, it is. I went to, yeah, I went to bed with them up, whatever it was at halftime. And what is that? Is that are they Pac twelve? Yeah, Pac twelve. Yep. It was twenty nine nothing. Yep. Twenty nine nothing. I woke my son woke up in the middle of the night, so I went in, and I'm like, oh yeah, let me just take a look at that game, and the game was still on, <laughs> and it was it. I so I literally put it on on my phone in his room, and I watched all of it, <laughs> and oofa like. Just a bad. That's a bad loss. Bad I'm just loss. glad I didn't bet it. I had I had thoughts of taking the big spread, and uh, I did not do it. Thank goodness. And so avoided avoided a mess there for sure. Question: Ohio, Penn State at Ohio State. Oh, this weekend. Yeah. Yep. This weekend. You're looking. I want to give you the numbers too because I'm considering the wager. But you've got over under forty seven. And it's Ohio State minus four and a half. Game is at Ohio State. Neither team 
has given up, I want to say, more than a touchdown against an opponent this year. 13 Illinois, 13 Northwestern. Oh, yeah, so Ohio State gave up two to Notre Dame and two to Maryland. But these are two sick defenses. I like Can Penn State do it? Yeah, I kind of like Penn Penn State. Penn State has played nobody, though. I know. Delaware, Illinois, Iowa, Northwestern, UMass. At least Ohio State beat Notre Dame. In Notre Dame. Uh, In Notre Dame. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, you always got to worry. James Franklin, Penn State's coach, is kind of a boob, and he doesn't win big games. So... I just I don't know what to think of either quarterback. They're both brand new, you know, new quarterbacks this year. Right. Um, I mean, I think I'd take probably the home field advantage. Is it worth four points though? What is it? It's yeah, Ohio State and minus four and a half or four, four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. I don't know. I may. It's not I, something. It's not something I would bet today. I certainly want to watch how the market plays with it during the week because you can have a lot of people come in on Penn State. Um, yeah. Saturday morning, and then if I can get it at like Ohio State minus three, I might actually, you know, I want Penn State to win. But yeah, I could see you might have to bet Ohio State at home minus three, and that you know. Yeah, I would say right now, if I if you were making me, t- I'd probably take Penn State minus four and a half or plus four and a half. Sorry, right? I'd right. take the points with Penn State. But, but see, you just said two quarterbacks playing in this matchup for the first time. See, so yeah, that just that just yeah. fuels the under for me. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, the, the under doesn't. What is it? Forty what? Forty seven is super low for college. Ooh. Yeah, that is. Do you know the over under in the Minnesota Gophers versus Iowa game this weekend is thirty two and a half right now? <laughs> It'll hit. I uh, think. I think I might just put my money on that because you know that game is going to be ten nothing. Oh, that Wisconsin-Iowa game was on in the middle of the day here, and it was like 9-6 to six at, you know, midway through the third quarter, whatever. I mean, it was it was horrible. It was horrible. As a Michigan alum and fan, who do we – I'm not alum, but I am a fan. Who do we want to win this game from that perspective? Um, I, It doesn't really matter because Michigan – whatever, whatever would happen – if Michigan's going to lose to one of them, they've got to lose to the opposite. So it's like a three-way tie for them. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like that's the only way, mm-hmm. but um, I guess I'd rather see Ohio state lose because then we play Penn state in like two and a half, three weeks, two weeks. And then it could be, I don't know. Actually, I have no idea. Well, that might be more valuable beating Penn State than after they beat Ohio State makes that a much more valuable win. But for then you. it comes down to the Ohio State game still mm-hmm. is probably a win and you're in type situation anyway. Right. So, yeah, I don't think it really matters. Um, and here comes Bama. Yeah. Oh, dude, dude the yeah, college football is crazy again. right now. I mean, with who is coming up. But, hey, we've gone long tonight, TM. So let's save right. college for next week. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit after that Penn State Ohio State game, and then we'll uh, kind of talk about what what could we see happening, and who's going to get in, and who maybe creep back in. You know, Texas and and all these teams. It's it's crazy. Yes, sir. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, if you want to call in seven zero eight three one six eight eight two two. Otherwise, we'll see you guys next week. That's it. Peace. Fins up.
You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the network and subscribe to the full binge at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And don't forget. I was going to say, um, <laughs> what did you just say?